The following is a Mission Studios podcast. It's Sunday. It's December 20th. And we're picking up where Sexmas from 2019 left off. Ooh, I'm AC. (laughs) And I'm Jason. On this week's episode, we offer a twisted take on holiday traditions. So move up. Turn off the lights. Lay down. And get ready to stuff the turkey in a way that'll make Jason gag. (laughs) Happy holidays, everyone. All right, brother. So it's that time of year, man. I guess we're going to be breaking the ice. Let's do some twisted traditions. That sounds exciting. Like naked Six. twister. <laughs> Without the penetration. All right, well, I guess I'm in anyways. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, yeah, I have a hard time getting in. So yeah, we'll just have to deal with that. <laughs> so let's just take some old Christmas traditions. And okay. then kind of put our demented twist on it okay i'm with you yeah actually you know what maybe we should add one more because like at the end let's do something that morally we feel is legitimately something that could help people okay you know like a a, a, a i love you type tradition or you know something that can help people we'll cap it off by pretending that we're not complete monsters Okay. Yeah, I can pretend. We pretend we're functioning fucking human beings, so. (laughs) (laughs) Not much of a stretch. (laughs) Okay. So, I'm going to go with the first one then. Okay. So, there's this tradition. It's called Sinterklaas. Or Sinterklaus. Okay. It's also known as the St. Nicholas Day. It's celebrated on usually December 5th when Sint traditionally leaves a small gift of sweet cop pop sweet. Uh, okay, hold on. My tongue's kind of fucked up here. It traditionally leaves a small gift, a sweet or like a poem in the shoes of Dutch children. Right. So what I figured it should be changed to is skin claws. <laughs> so what you do is you leave a gift for your, partner that has something to do with you sexually whether it's you're about to go out somewhere you just do it right there in front of the door or you leave a gift in her shoe (laughs) (laughs) just do her dirty christmas style (laughs) yeah what do you think you know, I hadn't considered anything like that before, but now I'm thinking that's going to be a part of the Fisher family uh, Christmas <laughs> traditions moving forward. Yep. And it's, it's, it's with, without the, well, I guess it depends if you're from Alabama or not, but there, it's, it's a game you can play with the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're really off to like a perfect start to... Uh, yeah, I guess what people expect from us, just lowbrow every fucking step of the way, because at no point in my list of shit did I do anything resembling highbrow. So I'm glad that you're starting us off in the gutter. I don't have to take us there for once. <laughs> I just figured I'd bail you a little stairway down. 
Okay. Well, I'm not going to like slum it in the gutter with you right off the top. I'll start off pretending that I'm something resembling, you know, a decent person, even though we both know how untrue that is. Okay. So you've heard of a Yule log, right? I don't personally know what the fuck they are, but I have oh. definitely heard of them. <laughs> I'm already, I'm ready to gag already, dude. Holy crap. Okay. So like, I like the idea of embracing tradition by laying one of these fucking things on the table, but you know, like thinking a little bit more classy, a little bit more internationally this year, I'm thinking of like taking a cue from our friends in Sweden and you know, like not just because they've got that fucking wicked accent. <laughs> and like, I was reading <laughs> I was reading about something that they do. So like the Yule goat has been a Swedish Christmas symbol since like ancient times. But like back in 1966, some fucking idiot came up with the, actually maybe it wasn't an idiot because it was actually kind of an epic idea to make a 42 foot tall giant straw goat. So like this thing might not fit on my table, but I'm guessing it's going to get me mad respect from the neighbors. So it's kind of like a Burning Man, actually, ish. Yeah, kinda. Just so like I don't what know. What do you make it out of? Do you and do you eat it? No, it, like evidently, like if you're doing the traditional version, you make it out of straw. I mean, presumably, you could make it out of like laundry or cinder blocks, or like just pile up my fucking disappointed hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make a really big goat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Holy shit. That'd be kind of epic. Actually got a 40 foot goat in your fucking backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. And if it wasn't so tall, I guess you could like technically have like some Christmas, like uh, skinter claws action. (laughs) You can pretend you're Scottish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's why my kids love me i can can absolutely tell whether it's from my scottish heritage or from my canadian heritage because one of my kids comes up to me and says daddy (laughs) (laughs) no need for a paternity test (laughs) nope Jesus Christ. <laughs> Moving forward. I'm going to go with my <laughs> second one. Okay. And you know, spread a little magic with elf on a shelf kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I figured you could do self on a milf. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're like single or if you're a swinger or, you know, whatever avenue your sexual preferences lay, you could do self on a milf. Or what would it be if you were a woman? Well, women could be on MILFs too. Um, or DILF. A dad I'd like to fuck. <laughs> or MILF or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I so said, just whatever like, your sexual preference is, you know. Exactly. As long as it's nothing but consenting adults involved. And you wear one of those funky little hats with those red and white striped socks. Oh, fuck that. I'm not worried. Oh, you're not talking about you a condom. To. I was going to... No, I was no, going to say I'm not wearing regular sock. Okay, a yeah, regular sock I'm fine <laughs> with. Just don't expect me to wear a fucking rubber. I like my STIs just the way you know it's skinter claws intended. Yeah, but usually you get them between your lips. Huh? 
Okay, you're not your wrong. <laughs> okay, so continuing with my international trend, I was reading that like Norwegians believe Christmas Eve coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. See, this is all very educational. Yeah. Huh. So, like, keeping this in mind, they all hide their brooms before they go to sleep. <laughs> so, wow. like, in the interest of cultivating a hel- healthy Norwegian Christmas spirit, I'm going to hide my pee-pee and my girl before I go to sleep. <laughs> oh, and fall asleep that way? <laughs> <laughs> well, she can't fall asleep right away because, like, her contribution could be making me a Norwegian sandwich after we're done. <laughs> No bread. <laughs> Just meat on meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, my third. You can play holiday hide and seek. Now, this isn't all sexual like I usually go. But it's you not. can play holiday hide and seek. But instead of just the traditional, you know, you get together with the family and you play hide and seek. You play however, let's say there's three people playing. So everybody plays around, so everybody has a chance to win or lose. And what you do is, if you lose, you, instead of a great gift you were going to get, you get a gag gift. Like gag as in prank or gag as in... Gag as in prank. (laughs) Okay. Okay, glad I clarified. If you win, you get one of your gifts upgraded. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, wouldn't that be kind of kind of cool? <laughs> well, I mean, the only tweak I would make would be the addition of the. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, like, if you're playing with kids, uh, it's not really family friendly. Well, not unless you're in Alabama, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Alabama slammer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <It's just laughs> <third one. laughs> Okay, so like we do the 12 days of Christmas. Actually, like right. here on Missionary Position, we did the 12 days of Sexmas a couple of years ago, but you know, that's a different story. Yep. But anyway, in still a fun one. Iceland. Yeah. In, in Iceland, they actually celebrate 13. So like every night before Christmas, the kids put their shoes by the window before they go to bed. And like in the morning, they either find candy or rotten potatoes in their shoes. Sure. Oh, whether so, they were good or bad. Yeah. So my take on this is going to be like stuffing leftover holiday food in everyone's shoes because you know, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but make sure it's from last year's holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, cocksuckers. <laughs> Here's a year old piece of ham and fifteen year old mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh. The thought of trying to move 15-year-old mashed potatoes just, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with my number four here, my last prank one. Okay. So, you know Christmas caroling. Mm-hmm. So, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's just a lot of fun, but it will piss off the carolers. So, you go with them. And as they're walking along the street, they're singing their nice, you know, joy to the world. And uh, so you sing with them until they get up to a door. And then they ask the person, well, what would you like to hear? And the person says, let's say, jingle bells. So as the 
group starts singing Jingle Bells so nicely, you wait until they're about three lines in. And then you scream in your loudest voice the hardest rock and roll version of Christmas of Jingle Bells that you can. Oh, that'd be <laughs> and just epic. throw everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like ruining something that's like involves community outreach and the spreading of cheer, like, you know, being a fucking dick. No, it would bring lots of cheer to you. Well, I guess that's all that matters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and your number four. Okay, so I, I feel like kind of bad because this is all feeling very educational, but whatever. That's just where I ended up. So on, on Christmas oh, morning oh, in... <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a Christmas segment. <laughs> Anyways, so like right. on, on Christmas morning in Finland, families eat a porridge made of rice, milk, fucking cinnamon and butter for some reason. So, yeah, it's like, you know, it's nice, whatever, a little gross, depending on what your appetite's like. (laughs) But it got me thinking about, like, I had a a very similar kind of, like, thing when I was in my 20s. So Christmas morning involved, like, a fuck ton of vodka. So, like, while I'm too old and lame to continue this tradition, I strongly recommend it as a way for everyone to get into the Christmas spirit. Just wake up, Merry Christmas, start drinking. And Christmas would be your puppy. <laughs> well, I guess it's like you can't have a bad time when you're hammered at like five in the morning. That's just oh, a no. fact. I'm I'm talk I'm pressing on the point of getting into Christmas. <laughs> Are you suggesting yeah. that we engage in acts of bestiality on Christmas morning while drunk? Why not? Santa's got eight happy reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're not happy by accident. No, they're happy by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's slipping them the old Yule log. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Here's your Yule tide, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, well, there's your full circle right there. <laughs> Holy shit, we cut right back to fucking Skinterclaws. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, now, like... <laughs> If he's not circumcised, is he for Skinterclaws? <laughs> well, he's either for or against. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, okay. such good people. Okay. So <clears throat> now here's one that I think genuinely should be becoming a, a Christmas tradition. Okay. It's something I did and I forgot all about it until we decided what we were going to do. And, and, and just so everybody knows, we did a baseline. This is what we're doing. Come up with your shit. I come up with my shit and we don't tell each other when we do it for you guys. Okay. So my idea that I think a lot of the world should incorporate is teaching your kids to give back. So Hmm. when your kid's old enough and they ask if Santa Claus really exists, you sit them down and you tell them, okay, I will tell you the honest truth, but you have to understand that with this knowledge comes a shit ton of responsibility on your part. Because once you know this, your mind can't unknow it. 
So the kid asks you, does Santa Claus really exist? So, of course, you've already explained, you know, this is your responsibility. Now, with, with knowing that, do you really want me to answer your question? I'm specifically not saying yes or no. Do you want me to answer your question? Because you know this comes with a butt-ton of responsibility. And if they say yes, you tell them point-blank and point-truly that, yes, Santa Claus does exist. And the truth is, he's not some hefty dude flowing down the chimney with a bag full of presents for you. You explain to them, uh, do you remember all the past years when you've opened up presents and you saw one from Santa Claus and you opened it and you, 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 pardon me, you opened it and, sorry, this is a little bit emotional. <laughs> you noticed that you didn't thank me. I didn't expect you to thank me. There was no thanks needed. Seeing the joy on your face was enough. But where the responsibility is, is in this statement here. Santa Claus is a spirit in, in, not, in, not in reality, but the spirit of Christmas, the meaning behind Christmas. It's the joy of giving. Mm. It's the joy of seeing somebody just experience joy without expecting a thank you. So with now knowing this, your responsibility is to anybody younger, you encourage them to believe in Santa for as long as they can. And if you're ever in my position, you have to tell them the truth too, because the meaning behind Christmas is about creating joy for other people without expecting a thank you, without it having to be something miraculous. It's just something that is important to that one individual. And you reap utter and more fulfilling joy by seeing Santa Claus flow through them in their joy. No, I like that. Pretty cool, hey? Well, yeah, because I mean, like, not only is it a powerful lesson, but I think because of the time of year where it's most likely to come up, I mean, it's like infinitely more likely to stick in a kid's mind because they associate that with something that comes up like every single year. Like, that's just fantastic on so many levels. Thanks. So, you know, um, yeah, go ahead. I, I too, like, kind of tied into like what I perceive to be the like the, the real meaning behind Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, like I've got one tradition that I practice every Christmas without fail. And, you know, for me, it's a way to stay grounded in what I believe that to be the true meaning of the season. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as, as you know, what many of our listeners might know is might not know is that when I was 13, my, uh, my family and I had just moved to South America, you know, just before Christmas time of that year. Right. And uh, we had zero money and my younger sister and I were, 
really even afraid to ask if Christmas was going to happen that year. We didn't want to stress out our parents. You know, we had no tree. We had no decorations to hang on it, even if we did have a tree. <laughs> and I think my, my dad saw the looks on our faces and he didn't want to be a complete failure to us. So he went out to the yard and he broke a, a branch off of the tree that was growing there. Mm-hmm. And he took this leafy branch and he stuck it in a pot and he said, okay, you know, the, the leaves are natural ornaments. And he sort of gave us this like shy smile. And, you know, my mom wasn't satisfied with that. So she made do by wrapping up little uh, match boxes in colorful paper, you know, like little presents mm-hmm. and hanging them on the tree. So oh, cool. every year I, I, I wrap up a couple matchboxes and I hang them on my tree to, you know, not only remind me of simpler times, but also of the idea that Christmas isn't about getting shit or having fancy decorations. It's about being surrounded by people you love and giving what you can of yourself. Hmm. That's phenomenal. <laughs> wow, dude. Sorry for the dead air, but I just, (laughs) oh, that was very cool. Yeah. And and in turn, you end up up decorating your tree with memories. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's another Christmas with Missionary Position podcast. And from me. I'll let my brother speak for himself, but from me, I want to thank, say thank you to all you fantastic. Fanta- <laughs> I want to say thank you for all to all you fantastic listeners out there. Thank you for all the feedback, and I hope each and every one of you are safe, happy, and together. And yeah, like from from me, and you know, from all of us here at Mission Studio, just want to like again like mirror. Jason's sentiments of like thanking you for all of your support and sticking with us through all these years and the low production quality at times <laughs> and <laughs> and the low person quality you know, at times. <laughs> and I'm sorry that your Christmas has come to this where you got to listen to us, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you chose to, to spend your time with us anyways. And we look forward to entertaining you more in the new year and just want to let you know that we love each and every one of you. Thank you. <laughs>